Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Grand Advice by Good Monster. I'm your host, John Timmerman, and this show is all about teaching you guys what it takes to grow a business. And today, we're talking about influencer marketing. So, picture this. You are in charge of growing your business. You might be a marketing director, you might be the owner, you might be the director of business development. So you're tasked with how do I get my idea, our idea, out to the public or your customers, and how do I do that as efficiently as possible and to try to get as much buy-in as possible? Well, the answer lies in influencer marketing. And here's the reason. The best way you can get your idea uh, out to your potential customers or the public or out to whoever you're trying to target is to leverage somebody who already has their attention and that is why influencers are the best way to do that. Now if you talk to any influencer, they really don't like the term influencer. It sort of makes them feel like they're being used. But guess what? They sort of are. Now, that being said, it's a really good idea that you make sure that your influencer believes in or buys into your service or your product first, otherwise it can kind of seem uh, a little untruthful and eventually that truth will show through. So make sure they have buy-in. But regardless, they're called an influencer because they have influence. Now I'll give you an example. You might be a product, you might be a, a consumer product good company that's launching a new product. It might be in the food space. It might be an organic snack that you wanna get out to the public and you wanna use food, health and fitness uh, influencers or people to do that. On Instagram, they might have 100,000 followers that really love all of the content, the pictures, the videos, and the information that they're putting out there. Uh, so you wanna target that community by approaching the influencer and asking them, hey, will you promote our product? Now there's a few different ways that that can work. You can pay them to do it, which is an endorsement, it's basically an ad. You could exchange a product to them, uh, or, or exchange, it's called a product exchange, so you give them a product and then they review the product or they put the product in their post and they recommend the product, right? And then the third way is to get them purely to uh, introduce your brand without any product. Now, few and far between is that ever uh, an option unless it's purely like something that's not tangible, maybe an event, they might mention the event or something like that, okay? So if you have an event coming up, they might uh, take a picture in front of the, uh, in front of the venue that it's going to be at. Um, they might take a picture with you if you're a musician or something like that. But if you're a consumer product good company, you're gonna wanna look at the paid and unpaid uh, uh, avenues. Now this is what I really wanted to clear up. This is where a lot of the misconception comes in is that influencer marketing is really simple. Well, you just give them a product and they rep it. You know, they put it in their pictures, they put it in their videos. You need to understand something about where influencer marketing is today and how much really it takes to get a good ROI from influencer marketing. I'm doing this because I wanna set expectations for anybody out there that's thinking about starting to use influencer marketing. Now, if you go the unpaid route, you have to know a few things. Number one, you're gonna get a lot of people that automatically say, here are my rates, here's what I charge. 
That goes for people who have 10,000 followers. That goes for people that have 2 million followers. Okay? It's not apples to apples, though. And it's also, they could actually be in the same realm regardless of the followers based on the number of engagement they have. Engagement just means how many real people are actually commenting and engaging and socially with them online, on Instagram or on that platform. So if you go the unpaid route, you're going to get a lot of people that automatically, their first response is to say, here's my rates. Now, that, always, that doesn't mean that they're automatically out for the product exchange or the, the uh, free freemium type influencer arrangement. You just have to understand or ask them what they really want. Do they want exposure? Do they really just want money? And that's it. Money. That's all they're after. Okay? Do they want free products? Do they want uh, more engagement? Do they want to be recognized? Do they want to be loved? I mean, there's a lot of different reasons that an influencer could be an influencer, have a following. They could totally have another job. They could be a nurse. They could be a teacher. They could be a lawyer that just happens to love fashion and they just do it because they're passionate about it. So you want to make sure you understand what the influencer, what their driving factors are. Why do they really, really, really have that audience and what is driving them to keep putting out content. Once you figure that out, that's what you want to try to deliver to them for as value to promote your product for free. Now, that will only get you so far because they're less likely to respond quickly. So you're going to have to keep on them and stay on them and keep reminding them because it's not their full-time job. It's not something that's top of mind. Other things in life are more important than putting your product in their post. So you just, you just need to understand that. And don't get angry if they aren't responding right away or they say they're going to post tomorrow and they don't post tomorrow. It's just going to happen. So you have to go into the free relationship understanding that. So number one, deliver value. Lots of value. Value is the most important thing. Make sure you are giving to them more than they are giving to you, or at least make them feel that way, because it's the key to a long-term relationship with that influencer. Number two, make sure you understand where they want to go with this relationship. Make sure you understand, is this going to be something short-term that they're just going to forget about, or is there an end game for them? Is there something that they want to get out of this relationship? If you're delivering them value by giving them exposure, or uh, you know, you're, you're um, helping their community, maybe you're giving something away to their community, that's great, but what's the next steps? What do they want after that? Ask them that question. Don't beat around the bush, just straight up ask them. What do you want out of this relationship in one month, in three months, in six months, in one year? And then try to deliver that with that value. Number two, Keep your expectations a little bit low and understand that you can't, you're probably not going to succeed with one or two of these types of relationships. This is the type of strategy where you have to get a hundred influencers to buy into this and, and agree to this kind of free ex product exchange and value exchange because half of them are not going to get, give you what you need as a business out of it just because their lives are busy and this isn't their full-time job. And number three Keep at it. 
keep the snowball rolling because it's probably not going to deliver a huge amount of value in month one, maybe not month two, maybe not even in month three, maybe not in month four, but in month five, it'll really start to take form and you'll start to notice the reach and the awareness and possibly the sales or the signups or whatever it might be because it takes a while for these things to, uh, to aggregate and the content to get out there and people to see the message or your product or whatever it might be. It takes a while for that to take form and really start to drive results. So let's talk about the other version of influencer marketing, the paid version. Now this is kind of a tricky situation because if you're a small business or you're just launching a concept, you probably don't want to dump a bunch of money into paying influencers because you're really not sure if it'll work. Well, I'm here to tell you if it's a good strategy and you have really good influencers that you've vetted, sort of like when you hire an employee, it's going to work. We've seen this with huge athletes that get huge endorsements. Okay, there's a reason why Nike is the place that Nike is as a brand. That goes for Adidas, that goes for Walmart, that goes for any of these other companies is because yes, they do marketing, but they align themselves with people who are, uh, who are their in own influencers or celebrities. Okay. If you walk into target, you'll see a cookbook by somebody who's got their own show on the cooking network or whatever it is. People align that, uh, that show and their fandom of that person with shopping in target. And now that helps both sides out. So paid influencers and sponsorships, they work. Now you just have to make sure you can afford the cost to make it work. And that just depends on the size of the influencer and what you're asking them to do. Now, unlike the free model with the paid version, you can absolutely set strict guidelines of what you expect because there's the transfer of payment. That's the value. You're paying somebody $1,000 to do this campaign with you. So you can set restrictions, you can tell them exactly what you need, but a piece of advice, don't tell them what to do. Remember, they grew their audience for a reason and you had nothing to do with it. Your product and your business had nothing to do with the reason they have an audience. So yes, you want to position your brand and your product in a certain light, but remember, let them do what they're good at with the guidelines of what you need it from uh, from your brand and your product standpoint, give them the freedom, set expectations of what the outcome is going to be, but give them the freedom, freedom to create whatever got them to be an influencer in the first place. Now you have to understand that you're going to pay them what they're worth. That's just like regular old negotiations, whether you're negotiating a salary, you're negotiating a deal, you're going to have to negotiate with them what you think they're worth. If you lowball them and try to convince them to do it for a lower amount of money, just be prepared that if they del deliver results to you for that lower amount and you then don't show them the appreciation by giving them a little bit more, giving them the opportunity, they might bail. So try to give them what they're worth. And with the paid, it's going to happen a lot quicker than with the free. As long as you select the right partners in the paid version and you vet that they're a good fit and they have a really engaged audience, it's going to happen a lot quicker than the free. So free model, easier, lower cost, a little bit more time has to be put into it and it's going to take a little bit longer to see the results, but you'll get results. Paid, 
It's more expensive up front. Doesn't take as much time. You're going to see results a little bit quicker. Both will work. And I would suggest use both at the same time just to make sure you're getting results quick, but you're also being efficient with your budget. Thanks everyone for watching another episode of Grand Advice by Good Monster. As always, I'm your host, John Timmerman. Love that you're watching right now. Hope you're finding a lot of value. So make sure you subscribe if you're watching this and subscribe if you're listening to this. And I hope you have a great day. We'll see you next time.